All right, you ready? We are live. We are in action. Back on the Fit and Shit podcast. Mike, what's going on? Nothing, man. Just getting ready for your meet. Big right. meet coming up in Big meet. four days. Four days. Four days. So let's see. Uh, let's get people tuned in live here. It's a little lag. It's lagged. Fuck it is. You want to just go on the phone? Oh, it's fine. All right, so, all right, let's get it going. So, first things first, we got the meet coming up. Uh, you and I both listened to Micah's podcast on King of the Lifts. What do you think? What are your thoughts on everything? I uh, he had a you know put a ton of thought into it, money into it. Um, you know, like he was saying, it's nothing that anybody's ever seen or done before in the sport the way he has it set up so for sure um it's gonna be interesting to see you know at at first when you know like i found out like oh it's 60 dollars to get in for coaches yeah which now that i'm thinking about it everybody every fucking meet should do that that yeah, way yeah. the warm-up room isn't such a cluster it's clock. clogged with six yeah. people that say they're coaching and really they're just standing there with their friends yeah so uh you know Smart idea, you know, can't wait to see how it is, uh, the setup, the arena, looking forward to it. And I, I've, I honestly haven't been to a huge, you know, besides like the Arnolds and stuff like that, but like a, a really big time, you know, raw meet before, so yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting to, interesting to see. Yeah, I've never been to a big meet of any fucking caliber. I mean, the women's pro-am, but I've never yeah. been to... A big like you know men's me. I've never seen these big guys, these big name guys in person. So that's something that uh, I mean we talked about it on the last one, but that's something that's definitely like a little uh, probably like a little culture shock when you get there. You know what I mean? Like you got to plan differently. I talked to you about it in private, but like um, you know I asked you once like how do you go to into a meet knowing that you might not have a chance of fucking possibly winning a thing? You know what I mean? Like yeah. how, how do you how do you prepare differently to go into a meet where you um, where you know there's the John Hacks and the fucking Chad Pensons and these guys? Even Micah was, they were talking about it on the podcast. Like, you know who's going and taking the money. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, how do you prepare? Now I guess it's just more sticking to what we stuck to all prep and, you know. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think your mind, mindset should ever really change going into it, especially if you have the correct mindset. Um, to begin with. you know, that whole like mindset of a champion that that's never gonna, that'll never change. Yeah, You're never yeah, going to yeah. be like, Oh, fuck it. You know, these dudes are winning. There's, you know, big meets, anything could happen. Not that you want anybody to get hurt, but somebody out, gets right? hurt, you know, and leaves that door open. You know, there's, there's those, uh, opportunities or, or fucks up their jumps and their attempts. Yeah. There's a million things. So it's not, it's, we discussed it a little bit on the last one. It's not necessarily going you know, PR after PR after PR after PR at big money needs. Sometimes it's noticing what other people are taking and taking, trying to chip it. Or yeah. Something. Trying to take, you know, correct jumps to stay in the running for something. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, now I, I get leading into that. Somebody asked one of the questions that I had that, you know, you could go right into it since you're competing in four days or whatever. Do you have any, uh, meet day rituals that you know <laughs> i have a million 
Well, what what are some, um, what are like just some basic things that you know you do morning of the meet, going to the meet, you know, at the meet. Um, well, I'm huge on like superstition and mm-hmm. stuff. I was an athlete my whole life, so it's always you know the same gear, the same clothes. This is the first meet I'm gonna have to do in a different singlet. I've been using the same singlet yeah, since yeah. I started. Um, I always wear the same fucking socks, the same underwear. Like if you have, I have my meat shit, you know what I mean? So all that stuff stays the same. And then I always need obviously music. Um, always usually eat the same meal. I've been big on, uh, on meat day, which I've never eaten in my life besides meat days. Yeah. Fucking plain bagels with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And I've never had that in my life. And I had it on my first meet, and I've just carried that along. Yeah, it works. Um, and other than that, just, you know, trying to, to keep my head, you know, keep the tunnel vision in. You know what I mean? I just have my, my same routine. I'm always, like, an early guy. Like, if they say get to the meet. You're there an the hour and a half before. Yeah, if they yeah. say rules are at 8, I'm the guy that walks in at 6.30. I'm usually the first one there. Yep. That's just how I've always been. Um, that's a nerves thing. You know what I mean? I don't ever want to be the guy, like oh shit, you're up in 10 minutes and I'm like scrambling to get ready. So I always take it to the next level and mm-hmm. I'm always fucking there early. So I'm there uh, early, stretching, warming up. And then I try to talk to people and mingle and try to get that anxiousness and that nervousness out by just like treating it like another day at the gym. Yep. You know what I mean? Talking to people, trying to meet people, bullshit and talking a little shit, whatever we got to yeah. do. You know what I mean? Um, These kind of go all, all, you know, right into it. Um, These questions that we got. So I'm just going to, you know, lob them up to you. How do you mentally prepare yourself for a big lift? Um, so say, you know, say you got to put 800 on the bar, third attempt. Mm-hmm. You know, what? what's the, the thought process of you walking up to that bar until you unrack it? All right. Well, it's definitely changed from the beginning to now. Um, you know, you taught me the whole controlled chaos thing. Mm-hmm. I used to be so overly aggressive and trying to, you know, get under the bar and just move it as fast as possible that I wouldn't focus on the cues and the, and the, and the proper steps to take. So now I just go up there and, and just try to, you know, try to let muscle memory take over a little bit. You right. know what I mean? I, I get in my normal position and, I, and I, I'm just such a creature of habit and such a creature of superstition that everything kind of comes like I'll walk the same way. I'll set my feet the same way. Every, you know, how, you're that, the same comes, way. that comes from baseball too. Yeah, same yeah, thing, yeah. you know, stepping into the batter's exactly, box. Exactly. So it's just like over and over, like, you know, some people just go up there and try to do things like on a whim. And I'm like very, like almost robotic. You yeah. know what I mean? Like my movements aren't robotic, but like everything I do is the same every time. If you watch the way I step under the bar from 135 all the way to 800, mm-hmm. One foot goes in front of the other the same time. Everything's adjusted the same way. And then I just try to... Um, so you're not second-guessing anything when you're going up? Not anymore. No, because that's ruined me one too many yeah, times. Yeah. Um, I think now it's more just like... You know, if we throw it on the bar, like I've gotten into the point now where I'm like, you you call it. Like, yeah, yeah. You go to the table. You tell people, I trust you as my handler, so you call the weight. Sometimes I've told you, don't even tell me what's up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I try not to even listen. There's been times where I told you, like, you pick the next one, and I try not to even look at the screen or hear what's on the bar. Yeah. I treat everything like it's a max effort and just go. But um, what what what's in the beats? What's the go-to bangers? Oh, God. It depends on top, if other top, people. <laughs> top three. Top three. Um, Lay them out. Always Like a Pimp by David Banner. That's always up there. 
Um, people write these down too. David Banner like a pimp. That's got to be number one. Lately, it's been Chicken Head by Project Pat. That's <laughs> that's my number two. Um, oh, shit, I got a couple that like when I'm feeling like a little nervous and I got to get more in my feels and get into that deep dark place. I got a couple weird ones like some Adele shit and some Beyonce shit. Alicia Keys going on. Yeah, I listen to some weird shit too. But um, Lake of Pimp. Uh, and then you got to go Victory by you know Biggie and yeah, yeah. That's that's an that should be in everybody's list. Um, what else? I'm just gonna keep picking off a couple questions for you, just since you have the. Yeah, we got a lot of questions today on Instagram, and Mike wrote them all down. So that's me coming up. So and um, all you guys on live too, if you guys want to drop questions, we're tuned in. We could see everything. So, um, you know, if you guys want to leave questions there, we'll answer that too while we're here. Um, what else do I have on here? Um. Thoughts on the state of uh, raw powerlifting? Has it become a fad for views on social media? Um, yes and no. We talked about this on the last podcast. It definitely um, has become oversaturated on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's a powerlifter on social media, but as far as competition goes, um, you know, the, the real always stand out. And when you go to big meets, it's going to be the same guys, the, the top dogs and the best of the best. And then you could tell who's going to be a top dog down the road and who uh, has potential and who's just doing it right now because it's the cool yeah, thing to do. Yep. You know, you Dude, st- it's, a, it's the same thing like every scene. You know, exactly. Like, you know, growing up in the car scene and everything, you have the dudes that were like... All the Fast and in, Furious in, shit. Into like. it, into it, like turning wrenches and shit. And then you'd have like, you know, the fucking guys that were just buying, you know... Nas stickers and throwing them yeah, under yeah, fucking yeah. windows with, you know, and, and acting like they're fucking Don Toretto, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And there's and there's a lot of, you know, fake John Hacks on the internet and all that stuff. And then we've, you know, we've seen it by people we even know, putting fake weight on the bar yep. and, and scamming people just for likes and just for clout and shit like that. So there's a lot of bullshit out there. But I think um, overall, I think powerlifting's in a great place, both gear and raw. I think it's... um. Because, like, social media hurts and helps. You yeah. know what I mean? Social media allows us to stay in contact and contact all these people all across the world. Also allows you to make a living. Well, that's what I mean. Something that, you know. In a sport that you couldn't yeah. before. Where people were actually losing money before. The cool thing, you know, guys like Panora and them will talk about, oh, I was homeless living in a car. Yeah. And, this and, that. and that's not a cool thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Nobody, yeah, nobody, sucks. nobody wants to be there. So it's like, it, it's cool to say you picked yourself out of that. But at the same time, like, it ain't gonna be me. I'm yeah. not gonna give up my whole life for fucking powerlifting. As much as I love it, it's it's uh. So like you said, it's it's given us a chance to do that. I mean, now like, aside from Hellbent, you're allowed to now sell merch, and that yeah. merch can reaches outside of just Hellbent. Yeah, yeah. And I've sold merch, and then I started that other brand that I had for a little while. Like, social media lets you do a lot of stuff, but there is a serious oversaturation of bullshit. Um, what's your take on, uh, people in the warm-up room? Do you feel like people need to be more serious in the warm-up room? Do you feel like it's a pain in the ass if people are too, like, loose and, you know, um, uh, I don't mind. People could be whatever they want to be as long as it's not affecting what other lifters are doing. Yeah. If you want to dance and shit and be a clown, dance in the corner and be a clown with your people, but don't be dancing when I'm waiting to use the rack. Yeah. 
you know, and, and vice versa. Like, I'm not too serious, but I'm not too clownish. I'm kind of in the middle. You know what I mean? But I, I don't give, like, I try not to pay attention to what people are doing unless it's affecting other people. Right. And I'm like a person that's really bad with like secondhand embarrassment too. So yeah. when you have, like, there was that, that guy at the, at the women's pro-am that yeah. was driving us fucking crazy. Yeah. Yep. And um, he thought the one monolift was just for his three for him, girls yeah. that he had there. You know what I mean? And we were like, no, 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 get the fuck out of the way. So like shit like that, that's affecting everybody else. Mm-hmm. So that's when it becomes a problem. But before that, like, I don't give a shit what people do. Like, I mean, if people are slamming shit and staring people down and acting crazy, that's a yeah. little much. But I mean, other than that, like, like I said, it's, I think it's going to be interesting to see th- this meet since it's there's going to be more like crowd control mm-hmm. in the back warm-up room. You know, people may only have, you know, one coach back there. They're not going to have, you know, six, seven, eight guys from their crew yeah, in the yeah. back warm-up room. There's going to be more uh, crowd control. There's going to be more, um, there's obviously going to be more cameras and everything because, you know, th- this is a, a, you know, televised like yeah, event yeah. or whatever, you know, so. I think, uh, I think too, what, um, you know, we talked about it. I'm interested to see how they handle, like, the uh, the top dogs versus the lesser guys. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm wondering if there's going to be special rules for these guys versus, you know, I'm wondering if I, me and you were in there on our own and then Hack's in there with six people and a camera crew. You know what I mean? I mean, you know I don't give a fuck about any of that. No, we, we tell them to get, get the fuck, the fuck out of the yeah. way, but. But at the same time, it's like, you know, that's the stuff that, that I'm talking about. If people start getting in the way, that's when it becomes an issue. You know what I mean? Um, are there any guys or, you know, girls at this meet that coming up over the past two years? Because I think, you know, you just had your two-year anniversary from Hellbent. I reposted yeah, yeah. it the other day on Facebook from when we did the um, Hell's Angels meet, but... So over the past two years, is there anybody that you particularly look up to in the sport of powerlifting um, that you're going to be, you know, even at this meet that you're going to be like, oh, damn, like, you know, Um, John Hack is here. Like, oh, shit. I mean, it's definitely cool to see those people. And it's something that I never really thought I would be a part of. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I don't, I'm not really like, I don't want to come off cocky. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like. I think what they do is amazing. I think John Hack might be the greatest raw lifter ever. Yeah. Pound for pound. You know, he, he probably is. And I think it's amazing. I, would I say he's a hero or an inspiration? I, you know, yeah. no. I think Chad, Pen- I mean, I guess I'm a fan of Chad Penson. I think and being in a flight with him is crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, just seeing what he's done in a short amount. Like, I don't know how long he's been doing it, but he seems like he exploded like yeah. fast. Yep. You know what I mean? So like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, looking out for people and a fan of people and, would love to, you know, shake hands and talk to these people, but I'm not really, I I admire and am inspired by more people that we're around yeah. on the daily at Hellbent than I am some guy on Instagram, because a lot of it's bullshit. On the flip, I mean? is there anybody that you'd be like, yo, fuck this dude? Um, From this lineup? I don't think so. There's definitely people that I do think, yo, fuck this dude, but I don't think anyone in this lineup... There's a couple people that I don't know of that I've just seen in the lineup recently, and I've looked at them, like, looked them up quick. Mm-hmm. We don't follow each other or anything. That I'm like, oh, this guy looks like he could be a fucking douchebag. Yeah. 
but I don't know but if you he don't is. Know so, yeah, so I'm not going to drop a name because I don't know for certain. But, um, no, I don't think there's anyone we got a problem with. And as far as – actually, I'm looking forward to seeing fucking Amber Hansen lift more than anyone. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. we saw her at the Pro-Am in gear, and now yep. we're going to see what she does in wraps. You know what I mean? So – That'll be cool. And then, the, the actually, you know what? I'm looking forward to the dude House, Andrew House. Is it Andrew Yeah, House? Andrew House. Yeah, because he's just an animal, and I think eventually he might knock off Bell. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the people want to know. The people. Where where did you get the nickname Smurda from? I think it started, with, I think it started with you. <laughs> but, you know, it's just our, our love for ratchet rap music when we're squatting and being obnoxious and then obviously my name's bobby so it just kind of flowed into it and then um we started playing bobby bitch when you yeah, squat then we started playing bobby bitch and then they started playing it at meets for us when we asked for it and then it just became like a thing and now um i actually saw micah said for the last deadlift he's letting people pick the song yeah, yeah. so we might have to throw that on just for and i think the bandana definitely made made the bobby schmurter thing even though he doesn't wear it i just think it kind of Went with the whole goes with your hip hop persona, persona. Yeah, exactly. Um, you want me to keep just kind of yeah. If we got questions, yeah, because we didn't really talk about what we were going to get into. We're just kind of hold on. I got a couple questions here while we're yeah, on, on live. Quiet Mike from the gym said, "How can we get as handsome as you two? That's just impossible. Yeah, no, um, can't do it." Holly said, "Does the lag in between lifts affect you negatively, or is there a positive to it?" Um. We could both answer that, but you know, it's um as long as it's timed properly and it stays consistent, it's a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we know it's ten minutes or if we know it's twenty minutes and it stays like that the whole time, I have no problem with it. You obviously need some time to recover. I'd like at least five minutes to fucking recover in between lifts. But see, um, see I'm a I'm like an anxious person. Yeah. I don't want to sit like I don't want to sit. I want to get done and like let's go, let's go, yeah, let's yeah. go. I mean. You see me, I start having fucking panic attacks when I'm just sitting around and I lose my shit and yeah, I not even yeah. want to fucking lift. So. Yeah, I definitely I, I definitely want it to be faster than, than longer, but I just want it more consistent. Like when we were at that Gleason's thing and they were making people stop for yeah, yeah. to go check move cars. Move and, cars, like that would have set me yeah. off. Like you can't have five minutes between your first squat, ten between your second, and then forty five between yeah. the third. Dude, that's a, a you know, I complimented uh the USPA uh Connecticut crew yeah. for this past weekend. I think they had, I think, like 55 lifters, and they flew through that meet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard it was great. You know, compared to the last one, I know they had some issues with, uh, you know, spotters, loaders, just not having enough uh, hands on deck, but uh, they turned it around. I, I, I was impressed. I was very impressed. Um, you also had, you know, Luther and Julia compete. Um, they both killed it got their names up on the hellbent board so yeah perfect hats off to them but um that that's how meets need to move there shouldn't be any any lag time you know if you want to take a 10 minute intermission in between swapping over platforms between like you know bench yeah you know deadlift squat whatever uh that's fine but there shouldn't be fucking you know in between lifters five ten minutes of, of no down no on, so and that, and that also says a lot about, you know, the meets if you come back to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I remember we went to a couple meets, and they went all day, halfway into the night. And yeah. we're like, all right, we're not going to do this one again. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's par partly on, you know, the directors and the federation running a solid meet. Because then that's just going to bring people back or steer people yeah. away from it. You yep. know what I mean? 
What else you got? You got any others on there? No, uh, no. Nah, Annie's talking a little shit. What's up, Annie? Um. Oh shit! It says it ended. Are we still live? Are you on it still? No. Yeah. All right. Well, go to the next question, and I'll get this popped back up. All right. Um. Next question is. Um, speaking of the USBA, uh, somebody said, you know, we've seen your crew at a couple meets, so you guys can become more involved in the USBA. Um, I'll answer that one. Yes and no. Um, involvement meaning, you know, we will, uh, be at more of the meets just because they're hosting them more. Um, uh, Dylan Anderson is the, the state chair for Connecticut. He does a great job. Uh, you know, Carlos Reyes and his wife, Sam, you know, um, are big into it too. So whatever, you know, whatever we can do to support them, you know, we have a lot of raw lifters, you know, in the gym now too. So, um, I think it's just, you know, and it's only 20 minute ride away when they're hosting them at Revolution. Yeah, yeah. So I'm um, at Paul's gym. So yes. And no, we won't be having any direct, uh, involvement, but we will be, you know, at more of their their meets and stuff so for sure yes and um just for guys that are on instagram live it's letting us do it only in 20 minute intervals so you're going to be um you know watching us jump in and out a little bit here and there but we are recording this too and it will be up on like spotify and all that like the other podcasts so just letting you guys know what Um, else we got for questions since it's been a hot one why atmosphere over ac Do you want me to answer or do you want to answer? You're poking the bear. <laughs> All right, so why we did this is because another local or rival or... Nobody rivals us. Okay, that, 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 another, another powerlifting gym, semi-local to us, made a post about how they're the only powerlifting gym in Connecticut or in the area with AC. Um so we had to put, we always put atmosphere over everything. So we, you know, Mike decided to add the uh, atmosphere what over was, AC. It what, wasn't my idea originally. Somebody was going to post it and they didn't want to. Oh, okay. And then, you know, well, me it, not yeah, giving a fuck. You had to take it. But, um, yeah, so, and, and going off of that, I talked to a couple guys that I was with yesterday. If, if that's what's deterring you from a gym or bringing you to a gym, I don't know if you're built for powerlifting. I'll just say that. You know, not, not, but, I mean, it's... It's definitely, you know, it, it helps. It's a plus. Dude, it's 90 degrees out. I don't know about you. When I work out, I like fucking sweat. I like sweat. I don't, like, I don't want to be cold, you know, I'll tell you. I was squat. It was 95 degrees yesterday when we were max effort squatting. I don't know. Maybe Drew, that's... Drew why, just said gear fits a lot better when it's hot. Maybe that's not why we're not built like fucking blow pops either, but <laughs> on to the next question. <laughs> um, uh, for me, why geared? For you, why raw? Um, geared, I wasn't even really that privy to until I came to Hellbent. So that's why raw initially, I just, you know, I wasn't even, um, you know, I wasn't even into powerlifting until I came to the push pull that time. And then you guys sucked me in there. Um, so that's why I've been raw. And then I just came up with all these goals I wanted to accomplish raw before I ever even thought about putting the gear on. Not that um, you ever even need to, too. It's just, you know, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Personal choice. Yeah. Also. I mean, right, right now, I, I, I know, <clears throat> deep down, that I'll eventually get in it. I don't know when. Um, you know, being around all you guys, I definitely grew a new respect for it. Because when I first saw it, I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah. But that's just because I was like, why doesn't anyone want to see how much they could just naturally lift? Mm -hmm. like, without... But then I saw, you know, that there's much more um, involvement in technique and, and um, a, a, a much smaller, smaller, smaller margin of error with gear. You yeah. know what I mean? One inch, one way or another way, you're missing a lift. You're fucked. Um, lose an extra pound, gain an extra pound, mm -hmm. you're out of your gear. You know what I mean? So... There, there is. I do have a great newfound respect for it, but right now I'm just raw because it's what I enjoy, and um, I have a lot of goals I want to accomplish raw before I think about gear. So now I'll pass it to you. Why gear? Um, well, when I first started, I was I was raw. Um, I didn't even compete with a belt, yeah. sleeves, raw, raw. nothing, yeah. like singlet. That's it. Um, and I just did it because it was the easiest thing. Uh, to do and then um, I started training with a group of guys uh, Jimmy my father Tanini all them you know the, they were old school uh, equipped lifters and I was the only raw guy yeah yeah um, they were doing meets equipped I was doing them raw and then finally and that that's when equipped lifting was still big I, I was going to like Europa expos up in Hartford which were like mm -hmm. mini Arnold's yeah yeah and I was like one of the only well, it was probably like a 75-25 split. Well, that's was, when like raw lifting was like dead at that point. Like well, multiply not, kind of took over. It was it wasn't dead because it was never really never big. Ne yeah, it was never yeah. really big. Um and then But I mean multiply was bigger. Multiply than raw. Single ply and multiply were like the standard back then. And then once, you know, Facebook kind of took over and social media, people wanted to start doing it, but it's obviously a lot easier to compete raw than it is multiplied because you don't need the um you know the crew like you do yeah, uh, yeah. so that's what how i started you know um just the guys i trained with and then i was driving down to uh phil halliwell's gym in um it harrison or mamaronek one of those new york every saturday yeah, you know yeah. and he's the one that you know was teaching me how to squat and gear and everything so he's in here too he just commented oh phil's in here i thought so i thought so was phil him. Um, yeah, so like all, all those guys, you know, are the ones that got me into it. And that's, you know, then when I got into it, gear kind of started fading out and everybody went raw and I just, I stuck with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, somebody asked, which this could kind of be a two part question and broken down a little bit. Best advice when start, when trying to start a culture of badass geared lifters in South Texas. My first advice to you is don't limit yourself to geared lifters. I think that's Correct. people's like number one fucking mistake. Um, when they're trying to build, you know, a gym or a crew or whatever, making it too niche, too. It's too there's not that many people in, in equipped lifting area. to begin with, and then trying to find it in your like local area. Yeah, it sucks. I mean. You know, Look at Hellbent. We got people that drive an hour, two hours just to lift with us. Yeah, but because but that's saying that's showing how little people yeah, in exactly. lifting there is. You but, know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. You know, I lift equipped, you lift raw, we train on the same days together, train with each other. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm in gear doesn't mean 
I can't train with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Raw, and then especially even, accessory wise. And then mean, even when I'm out of my gear, we're usually doing the same max effort movements, and I'm just doing it with, with you raw. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. I would say you know don't limit yourself to just geared. Uh, be open minded to get other lifters, even if they're not you know that strong. You know they could still have a huge uh, influence on your lifting. You know helping wise. Um, it growing the team, you yeah. know what I mean? The, the more the more voices, the more heads you put together, the better, you know what I mean? And just don't, you know, be real with everybody, too, you know? The whole fake bullshit of trying to build something that you're not doesn't fucking work either, you oh, know? Oh, for sure, because then you, you have no, you have no, like, sense of self, and you're just out there. People can't even follow along when you when you don't stick to what you say and stick to your word, and you know what I mean? And we see a lot of that shit, too. Too, you know too I mean? much of it. Way too much of it. Um, Annie said Hellbent is where it's at. What up, Annie? She's right. You have any other questions? Um, no questions, just people shouting us out and stuff. Um, here's a good question for you. Uh, how much is Bobby cutting for the American Pro? A measly... you're, You're water loading right now. Yeah, a measly eight pounds. Um... I'm kind of a true 242. It's it's hard for me to even get to 250, 252 and hold it, um, which I hear plenty of shit about in the gym. Trust me. So, um, yeah, I'm only cutting about eight pounds. I was I don't know right at 250 a couple days ago. I'm still water loading. Well, I'm start I've started to taper back now, but um, I see a lot of guys that are competing against me, 242, that were weighing 265, 270. 275, yeah. That's a big fucking cut, and that's something that I'm not prepared to do. Like, guys, so that would be like me cutting a 220, competing mm-hmm. a 220. Um, and I'm just most comfortable. My my best body weight, let's say, like, athletically, is probably around 230, 235. I'm most comfortable training strength-wise, 240, 245. Yeah. So, like... I'm really pretty much a, a dead on two forty. But you've never had a problem trying to cut weight. I mean, anytime you water load, it's usually off within you know twenty four hours before the meet. You're yeah, usually yeah. Good and you can I've, anyway, I've never so. even been close to to not making it. I mean, last meet, I made it the day before, and then at night before the meet, I was eating chicken and yeah, and you know, beef jerky or something the, the night right before I weighed in. You yeah, know what I mean so. We got it kind of, we kind of got it down to a science. I've been at the same weight for the last three, four meets. Yeah. So it hasn't been an issue. Um, these are two questions. I don't, we're not going to touch base on them today just cause we could almost have like a whole, uh, I guess episode about it. Uh-huh. Um, and we could probably bring in people that could answer it way better than us. Um, somebody asked me what's your preferred meat cycle or best meat cycle, meaning, you know, running gear, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, that's different for everybody. I'm not at liberty to say I'm not like a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't Um, want to, we don't want people to take it as advice. Yeah. As advice. And then there was also, uh, thoughts on women and steroids, which, you know, we could do a whole segment on that and get, you know, some girls in here that are open to talk about it too. We Um, should just do a whole episode on gear. Yeah. Geared lift. Well, not geared lifting, gear like running gear. Yeah, um, that's not something we should touch so, on right now. You know, we will get back to those two questions. We'll probably have a whole episode on it, so uh, we're not going to skip that over. Just not going to touch base on it now because that'll take a whole hour and a half. We got Big Bad Billy Mimnaw in the house. What's up, Bill? 
Um, so this was a kind of a two-part question. Uh, how's it been to coach Bobby since he's raw and is at hard to train together? I don't coach Bobby. Uh, War Phelps programs you. Yes. I oversee. I over, guess. O- well, you, oversee. I mean, handle. I would say coach. I mean, because because if you notice things wrong, you you fix them and adjust them. But um, and then I mean, we we do we do train. To, I would I would never be like, oh, you know. Bobby's my athlete. I coach him. I just, you know, yeah, yeah. we're just training partners. And if, you know, and we notice shit and we fix shit, you know what I mean? And we value each other's opinions on it and we, and we adjust. Um, I will say though, like to answer that question too, the good thing is we've never, we've never really butted heads. No. You know what I mean? Training wise, we both go in there and we kind of have the same mentality. We're there to work. We're not there to spend four or five hours. Sometimes we are there yeah. spending the time fucking around, but when we're there to work, we're there to work. So, um, we've been good in that aspect. There's been no issues with that shit. But there, there I mean, and even a lot of times, like if I'm not in my shirt that Friday, I'll be like, yo, what's, what's your variation today? Yeah. Be like, it's this, it. And I'll be like, all right, you know, I'll do it with you. Exactly. Yeah. And there's been plenty of times too, where like you and Chris are squatting and I wasn't on a program and yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm going to squat with you, you guys in. until I fucking get stapled and then move on. So to answer that, it's, it's, it's pretty easy and I don't, I don't coach Bobby, so um, I think we talked about this on the last episode. Best advice you could give a new lifter. I think we went over that uh, on the last one. Um, stay say, patient. Stay healthy. <laughs> say, same thing. Just when you get into anything, research. Yeah. You know, study, learn, soak up everything um, that you can. Drop your fucking ego yeah. and learn everything you can from everybody. You got to be a fucking sponge. Um, everyone's on here talking shit to each other. Guys, you could ask us questions or something. Hi, Jenna. Marquise, what's up? Um, Annie's, Annie's stirring up drama. Of course she is, always. Uh, next Hellbent meet. When is it? Uh, we'll probably do one maybe... I was thinking March or April. Yeah, March, April. Um, that we're definitely going to be doing one every, every March. Um... We do have some things in the works right now, um, federation-wise, with who we're going to be rolling with, but we'll announce that as it comes. But um, 2023, I would definitely like to host at least two full powers and a push-pull. I know I said I wanted to do that, uh, like a small local women's meet for Connecticut. Um, So we will be doing doing that, but... What are your thoughts on an invite-only meet? I would love to do an invite-only meet. Um, you know, Connecticut, I don't think, has had a real big, you know, invite-only cash meet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that would be something, you know, if we discussed with, like, Mills or something, he's got the space up there, mm-hmm. um, up at Lightning. I think that would be fucking sick. Uh, even to just get, you know... Everybody thinks that just because people train at different gyms that, you know, oh, fuck that gym, fuck this gym, you know, all gyms could come and join together and host, like, a dope fucking meet for Connecticut, oh, too, for sure, you know yeah. what I mean? For sure. Um, you know, we're doing I mean, it, look, we're look doing it, we're doing it in Long Island, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hellbent and then uh, Blue Collar and BCB down in Jersey, so it can be done, um, you know, and it would be sick, you know, 
sick to do. I, I think that's something we should definitely look into. I think it's definitely something that a lot of, uh, you know, the uh, gyms in Connecticut should should discuss and talk about. Annie asked if you could train her with what she goes through. If what? If you could train her. I don't train people. I think she was asking me, but I wanted to put it on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question. That's a we'll tough get, one. We'll I'm, I'm, I'm not a that 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 would be a, a physical therapist type job, unfortunately. Um, this is good. Favorite accessory movement for squat, bench, and deadlift. So I guess if you had to pick one accessory for each, what what would your go to be? Ooh, go first. Me? Yeah. Um, for squats. Accessory movement, I would say box squats for me. Yeah. Um, bench. That's a cop out though. That's an easy one. That's that's still a squat. Yeah, but it's not a free squat. All right. Um, bench, best accessory movement. I would have to say like a close grip board. Yeah. Probably be the best. Or I, I really do like uh, spoto pressing. Yeah. Um, I think that helps a lot. And deadlifts, dude, the fuck if I know. If I had a good one, maybe I'd be able to deadlift. But I can't even tell you what the best accessory <laughs> for a deadlift is. Um, well, it's it's funny because I I suck at pulling sumo, and I'm still trying to figure it out. And that's what I've been doing this whole um training cycle, and I haven't thrown in the towel yet. But when I was pulling uh conventional, it was uh deficit deadlifts. Yep. No, I love. I do. I love that, deficit deadlifts. I I actually have grown to like demos too. Yeah. I don't like how Laura programs like sets of fucking twenty. Yeah. Well, that when, but I do like demos. When um I was working with uh, Jonathan Bird, uh, he was big on demo deadlifts, yeah. too, which which definitely helped a lot. And um, not that I'll say it's my favorite, but obviously you know for bench the same thing like that board work and that top end work because yeah. that's where I struggle. So that's what we've been overkilling of late. Um, no pun intended with the overkill drop, <laughs> but, um, no, that's, that's what we've been hitting late because my lockout is the, is the weak point. And then, um, for squat, I don't know. I've, I've grown to like, uh, like rear foot elevated split squats and mm -hmm. shit like that. They suck, but they definitely hit what you need to hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I hate doing them, but the next day I'm sore and when I'm sore the next day, I know I did something, so it's like, you know. Um, we'll get any more on here. Johnny said, what's your advice to get back into lifting? You want to take it? You want me to go? All right, I'll start. Um, I'd say go slow first. I mean, I always tell people, uh, you know, nowadays it's, it's easier, especially as we get older and stuff, and we have lives and we have kids and we have all this shit going on. Um. Set yourself smaller goals, you know what I mean? Goals that you need to hit daily or weekly instead of these huge six-month goals, year goals. Like, you know, if you're benching 225, don't say, you know, I want to bench 405 by December. Just put a plan in motion just to get, you know, I would just say st start with getting to the gym two days a week. Yeah. Just start that. Just, just get just get in a, a, a new routine, whether it be with nutrition, with the gym, with everything. 
And, you know, I say, I tell my nutrition clients, especially the small goals are, are, are what, what will add up. Because if you look and you say, all right, I want to eat clean for the next two months, 60 days or whatever. 60 days is a long fucking time. But if you just break it up to, hey, I want to eat clean until Friday. How do I get there? Well, Monday, I got to drink my gallon and I got to eat my prepped meals. And then you do it for the day and you check off the list and you fucking feel accomplished at the end of the day and you move forward. Then the next day, it's all right, Tuesday. And if you follow that each day, by Friday, it's nothing. But if you look at it and you're like, oh, shit, I got 60 days on the calendar to do it, it gets discouraging. It, it looks a lot harder than it really is. So people put out these big, huge, elaborate goals that I think are um, not unreachable, but I think they make them look much harder than they have to be. Yeah. And you know what I mean? You, you can always find it's it takes more time and energy to think of an excuse to not go to the gym than to just get in the fucking car and go to the gym. Well, exactly. You you spend a fucking hour saying, oh, shit, we're getting kicked off alive. Go ahead. Um, like I was saying, it, it takes more energy to think of an excuse to not go to the gym than to just go to the gym. And all you really need is 45 minutes to start. That's it. Um, you don't need You don't need to be there for two hours, you know, two hours a night. No, especially the, the average gym person. Um, you know, the average gym person just needs to go for 45 minutes to an hour. The, the reason we're there long, I mean, powerlifting is a little bit different. And then we have crews with us too. So, you know what I mean? It, it, uh, it definitely, we're back live, by the way. Um, and for those who are just tuning in, every 20 minutes it makes us recycle and restart the live. So if we go off, unless we actually sign off and say goodbye and all that, we're coming back. But, um, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought, but go ahead. Where, um, where were we? No, I'm just going to read off some more questions that I got. Um, your doppelganger lost the S, a couple good ones. <laughs> um, how many lifters is too many lifters on, like, you know, uh, say, like a bench, a mono, a deadlift platform? Like, like on a how, lifting night? Yeah, how, how many lifters is too many? Honestly, I've seen it where four's been too many, and I've seen it where ten's been just fine. Yeah. So it, it's hard to say. I mean, if everyone's locked in and focused and paying attention and doing their part, I've seen us go in there with 12 people squatting on the same yeah. mono, and it flew through in an hour and a half. Yeah, because you just, everybody's got to be on the same page, firing on all cylinders, like, you know, paying attention. Knowing when they're up um, next, getting being ready rotation. when it's their turn. You know what I mean? Just just like you would for a meet. I mean, when it's your when you're on deck for a meet, you're not just starting to wrap your, your or you're you know, you're starting to wrap your wrist, you're getting ready. You know, at the gym, some guys wait and then they're bullshitting and then it's their turn and then they're like, Oh, let me go wrap. Let yeah. me go someone set my shirt. Let me go find my belt. Let me you know what I mean? It it's if to move it to make it move more smoothly, you just have to have a good crew with you. So it, it's hard to say what's too much and what's too little, but I'd say the perfect amount for like squatting might be like six. Yeah. Especially like on a heavy squat. So if you count it, the squatter, the bencher, the two side spotters. Yep. The backs, sorry, squatter, two side spotters, back, back spotter, spotter guy running the mono. That's five right there. Yep. And then, you know, if you have two extras, that's seven. So I would say. Seven is like the perfect, the perfect, number. the perfect number to keep a good rotation on bench. I would say it's probably a little less, Four. maybe like five yeah, at yeah. the most. Um, cause then it, then it then just lifts, becomes, it could be 20. It doesn't yeah. matter. Everyone should just move. Yeah. Right? Then it just becomes, uh, 
too much after that, but um, you have more questions on the phone, right? Yeah. Um, here's another one though. If if you could uh go to any place and train, where would it be? It's held down barbell. Um, I mean, there's no other. What if what if there's we no, got there's hit no by west side? There's no. What if we got hit by a Russian nuke? No more fucking hell bent barbell. Where 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 are you I'd, going? I'd go out to a. I don't know him any place. I mean, maybe Ant's place in Vegas. I would like to check out. I'd go to Laura Phelps spot in Ohio. I mean, I don't know of many like. I'm, like I'm newer to this than you guys are, and I I find that a lot of the power lift the bigger powerlifting gyms now are multiply yeah more so um i mean it's cool to check out gyms i would go i would bounce around and go all over the place but i guess my first pick would be to go out to laura's Laura's gym yeah you know what i mean we got a lot of friends out there we got a lot of people both raw and geared out there um and then there's obviously like you know the famous ones that you'd want to check out like these these new instagram famous guys that are opening gyms like russell and and fuck them But yeah, I, I would go to Laura's spot, I guess. Um, go up to Lightning. I mean, we talked about Lightning last yeah. podcast. It's probably one of the. I mean, if we get hit by a Russian nuke, I'm sorry. Lightning's Matt, going Matt, too. Out too. <laughs> <laughs> um, LeBron or MJ? MJ. That's a lusty Thank question. Thank you. Uh, but there, but it is a conversation. There's no conversation. But it's 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 MJ. Um, but it's only LeBron and MJ. Kobe is definitely under those two. Steph ain't in that talk right now? No. No? No, it doesn't play defense. Neither does LeBron. Well, LeBron's a defender. We'll disagree with that one, but... <laughs> Alright, um... What else we have? Um... I think we hit this one last time. Coolest powerlifting memory. Uh, Friday. I'll tell you Friday. Oh, yeah. Friday's going to be my new coolest powerlifting memory. I was like, you, you didn't even fucking lift last Friday. No, no. This this coming Friday will be my new coolest powerlifting memory. If things go, when things go according to plan. Um, What would you tell 20-year-old you um, Start about how to attack powerlifting? Start now and not at... Run. Not at 32. <laughs> um, Yeah, run. No, uh... Shit, I didn't start lifting a weight until I was 27, 28. I just wish I wish I started at 20 because now seeing what these kids are doing now, yeah, it's insane. You know what I mean? It's you got nuts. 18, 19, 20 year olds coming in, you know, about to put up world records. Mm-hmm. So it's almost our time to get to get our shit done and get the fuck out of here before it's too late. Um, but let's check. Let's uh, last time we talked was when was our last podcast? Over a month ago, right? Yeah, about, about a month. Did ago. you start prep yet at that point? Or you were I about think I to? I just started to, or I was about. So, to. so let's check in on your prep. How's prep going? Uh, good, I guess. I mean, I finally had a good squat day on Sunday. That was like my first good squat session. Yeah. I'm convinced. I'm superstitious. I've been having for the past year and a half. My squat sessions have fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. And I said, fuck this, and threw out my Vans and bought new ones and had a good squat session. So. Yep, yep. So the Vans are retired. I'm superstitious, so. Um, and went back to wearing my old ripped-up underwear. <laughs> and so uh, that Mark, worked. Mark said, we we always got to join master class next. Masters. No, hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> oh, open or nothing. Oh, we could touch base on that. Um, 
what? state records. We were at a meet this past weekend. Every time somebody went up to bar state or yeah. uh, record attempt, record attempt, record, you know, that's all good and great. You know, when there's a new federation in town, obviously there's a lot of records that are open. You know, pat yourself on the back. Great fucking job. Don't put too that much into doesn't it. Doesn't right? mean shit. The only records that fucking matter are the open all times records. That's it. How about this? Fuck them state records. Is there a way? There's how many fucking federations? That's what I mean. There's a hundred fucking federations that have been in Connecticut. If that if means there's, there's if the state records were federation wide, it would be it would mean something. You know what I'm saying? Like if open powerlifting they, put all the feds together, there are. So, oh, it's so that, the open class. Well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. like those are the records you should be more concerned with, not a. IPA, like I broke an IPA state record my first ever powerlifting. I didn't even know what I was doing. Yeah. I broke the bench record. Yeah. And I was like, how the fuck did I do that? Exactly. I'm thinking like, you're thinking six I'm going to go in there and get smushed, you yeah. know what I mean, by these people. And I but break, that, that's, I think that's where people lose, lose touch with reality a little bit is they go to some of these local meets and they're like, oh, you know, I set a, a record. It's like, well, yeah, you did a record that also there's 10 people we a hundred other break. records for that weight class for that lift yeah, yeah yeah in the state yeah exactly so but you know for you know to stroke your dick and your ego yeah awesome cool but they don't in the grand scheme they don't need fucking shit yeah you're right and that sucks too because i'll never have an all-time record <laughs> neither will i but you know what i mean neither but, will like I. I tell people all the time like um I, enjoy, I like the fact that I'm, like, a well-balanced lifter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, there's guys that can squat 900 that I could still hang with total for total. Yeah. You know what I mean? And guys that will pull 900 that I can hang with total for total. So I like that. But it does suck that I'll never be able to look at that thing and be like, damn, I got a world record squat or a world record, you know, bench or whatever. Yep. But... And though, but and there's absolute freaks, and now there's specialists and fucking. And everything. people don't Look realize at, those. You got Grigsby. He's gonna open at nine ninety at this fucking meet. Those records are rented too, bro. They're not. They're yeah, not yeah. like they're never know, gonna stick. You don't. You. You lease those things. You For know, sure. Their time runs out, and somebody else comes in and takes them. But. Um, yeah, fuck them state records. Sorry if, you know. Oh, so about that. we we skipped this. So so the prep, your prep. So do you want to talk about goal numbers right now, or are we talking just PRs are the goal? PRs My anything. best total to date is twenty three oh nine. Okay, so I will take a twenty three ten total. <laughs> However, you gotta get <laughs> However, it. I gotta get it. What what lift would a PR mean the most to you on? Squat. Squats. It's the king, that's, right? Yeah, that's where you let your nuts hang. Yeah. Even though they're not hanging, that's where you let them hang. All right, so let's go. Let's go to Hellbent for a second. Who, who are you looking most forward to seeing in September? I mean, we want to see everybody do well. Yeah. Um. Who are who? Who's having an impressive prep? Who are you looking forward to seeing make some noise? Who are you looking forward to? I mean, Andrew Feff. I mean, is you know. Squat and bench, he's lights out. His hands are too fucking fat now to pull anything. But um, hands and belly. I mean the the you know his, he's gonna squat eleven hundred. If he has the on day, he'll squat over eleven hundred. Like no question about it. He's you know his, his bench, bench is going is through up. the fucking roof now too. Um, you know 
Delafab is Delafab, you know. I mean, yeah. you know, I forgot he was even doing that. Yeah, I'm not he just competed. I'm not gonna, you know, throw numbers out or anything like that. That you know, he was talking about that he's something that he's going for that only, you know, well, every, that, every that'll kind of give it away. But yeah. it, it, well, anytime he goes to a meet, he's going for numbers that not a lot of people. Yeah. Are so, um, him, uh, you know. I would love to see Radar get a fucking PR bench so he stops whining like a cunt all the time. Yep, that would be huge. Um, so, Joey, if you could do that, for the love of God. Joe, if you're listening, please put on your big boy fucking pants. Um, you know, there, there's going to... I gonna, can hear him screaming at his phone right now. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of good lifters there. Um, you know, Ant's competing too. You know, he'll squat over 1,000 at, you know, whatever... Probably 198. Or 198, 181. 181, yeah. Um, so it's, it's going to be fun. Who, um, what about amateur day? Our lifters. I mean, I want everybody to of succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way I could stand up there and hold my middle fingers up and say, fuck this you is people. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? you're right. I don't, I don't want to put anyone over. Like, I don't, I don't, legs. I don't wave my colors of my lifting in people's faces. I wave everybody Everyone else's. Else you know what I mean? Cause gym, yeah, because yeah. that's what. Pushes I don't the know. Gym forward not, the legacy not even, forward. Yeah, it's it, exactly. It's you know, they do it for, you know, themselves. But it's also you know, they did it for the gym. That's where they train. That's where they put the the blood, sweat, and tears into. So that yeah. that means more to me than You're than anything. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Um, and and like we talked about in the last podcast, and even more so now because every week it seems to get more. But everybody's growing closer and closer. I mean, yeah. we have our little riffs and arguments Scuffles. and shit like that but but um you know seeing new people come in that we've said this before too people that never would have met mm-hmm. anywhere else in this world that they're meeting here you know yeah. what i mean like they come from all different places money poor you know fat skinny fucking from the hood from the suburbs whatever yeah but they're coming together and and now we're making you know everyone's becoming family and friends and yep. we're seeing people hang out together that have never even you know, never knew each other prior. Yeah. You know, so it's a cool thing to see. You know, so seeing everyone come together as a team and put in this work, especially the fact that what do we have fifteen people going to yeah compete at nine. You know who I'm more. looking forward to competing? Oh. And we dogged her. Oh. The last episode. Oh Papa. Yeah. For sure. She's coming back. She's taking serious. She took some time off, uh so that I would be good. And she's getting strong as fuck too. Very man. strong. I've always been very impressed with her lifting, and I'm not kissing her ass now because we dogged her last time, but, you know, to be 114, fucking, I watched her deadlift like 355 the yeah. other day or something like that. I mean, pound for pound, that's that's an insane yeah. fucking pull, you know? Three times body weight pull for someone that's fucking miniature, yeah. you know what I mean? Um and then obviously we want to look. We want to see Kayla. I forgot about Kayla too, but yeah, we want, is she doing nine eleven? Yeah, she's doing it. Yeah, so I mean that's you know to watch a fourteen year old go up there and shatter records yep. is insane. Um, it, it's been cool too seeing uh, Tony Cretura come getting back. gear too. I don't like the it's, gear, but it which I, I did tell him the other day. I was like, yo, you got to do a raw meet like soon yeah. because his squat is strong as fuck right now. Yeah, he just tossed four ten. On bench like nothing. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's got to do a raw meet soon. Yeah, for um, sure. Has to happen. I want to see him compete soon. And I want to see Trey compete soon too. Trey has to compete um, fast. 
you know, he's he's a dude may not happen this meet, but he'll I he'll by, by by next year he'll be over two thousand. Yes, raw. Um, which is nuts, and he's so fucking young, and just, yep. the the dude's built for it. His forearms are you know is as big as those speakers. Yeah, yeah fucking for huge. And he's, he said he's going to come down more often than just Fridays, yeah. too. So he'll be ready. And he's got the mentality for it. He's a nut job, so he'll be good. Um, what else we got? You got any more questions? Oh, that was pretty much all of them. Uh, I mean, somebody wanted to know where they could get your fucking Smurda's rap hits. I, I no longer release my rap hits, so you can't get them. Uh... Oh, you know who I'm looking forward to competing to? Um, the kid Gary, who from... Uh, Cassab oh, yeah, yeah. from Sacred Heart yeah, from Sacred Heart. Yep. Used to train. So I'm prepping him now and he's gonna compete in PA end of September. Okay. I might drive down there because it's not like PA like Erie. Yeah, PA. yeah. It's like four hour PA. Yep. Um he's doing an RPS meet and we're prepping for that now. And this okay. is another one that's probably gonna compete at one ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. Squat over six, bench over four, pull over six. You know, good fucking mean? athlete too, man. I think he's nineteen athlete. or twenty years old. I don't even think he's twenty one yet. You know what Who, I mean? Gary? Yeah. He's got to be. He graduated. Yeah, but he was young. I mean, like, when he was at Hellbent, he was 19. He had, I've only been there two years, so. 21? Is it, is Maybe 21, he's 21. 22? Even if he's 22, still, it's insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like Trey. Trey's 21, 22, yep. I believe, too. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, um, here, here we go. Mark just asked, is there carryover from equipped to raw? There'd be more yeah. carryover the other way. Correct? Yeah. Um... I don't because there, there's some people in gear that are pathetically weak, raw. Um, they're just very good technicians. Uh, there, there's definitely carryover because I mean you're you're training your your body to handle, handle heavier weights. Yeah. Um, but like I know when I squat raw, bench raw, and deadlift raw, it's a completely different movement for me than when I'm in gear. So it's not like you know, I squat relatively close when I'm raw. I'm wide when I'm in gear. Mm -hmm. I bench, you know, pinkies inside the rings when I'm raw with a suicide grip. When mm -hmm. I'm in my shirt, I'm outside the rings. All the way outside. With, right? All the way outside with my thumbs wrapped. And when I pull, if I were to pull raw, it's going to be conventional, not sumo. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the only good thing, I mean, the, so technique-wise, there wouldn't be a good carryover for you. For me. For you, there'd be no technique. It, it would get you stronger. I mean, because pulling conventional versus pulling sumo, they're, they're going to benefit each other. I mean, let, let's put it this way, because I, I think he's asking it in this sense. If we put you in a shirt and you trained in a shirt for six, eight months, would you're a, you're, I'm just saying for even numbers right now, a 500-pound raw bencher, mm -hmm. would your bench go up in six months after training in the shirt? I'm going to say no. I, your bench would probably go down. Okay. Um, that that's just me. That's just um, what I've witnessed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but from not touching enough weight with that your, same your, technique, your top end, your triceps and everything will get stronger. But yeah. just not having, you know, that explosion off that the explosion chest. off the chest. Yeah, I, yeah. I just you know it's and it's just a different movement. I yeah. mean, the one time you guys put me in the the fucking shirt. Yeah, it's not even a bench. Like to me, it's not even what I'm what I consider a bench press. Completely I mean? different. It's a completely different movement. You know what I mean? It's it's a heavy back movement. Yeah. You know, at at the beginning of it, you know what I mean? And there's much more involved to it. Yeah. There's much more patience involved, which is 
going back, that's probably another reason why I prefer raw because I don't have any fucking grind strength. I yeah. have to be like, like I, I don't either. I mean, you've seen what I'll miss as soon as I come out of the hole and it slows down, yeah, take yeah, it. Yeah. If it comes yeah, exactly. off, take it. Yep. Um, deadlift if it's heavy off the floor, I'm not even pulling it. So, no. <laughs> I've been there too. I smoked 800 off the floor in the last meet, and as soon as it got to my knees, I just said, eh, I'm dropped it. I'm good. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's been an hour. You got anything else? Is live still going? Or yeah, live's still going. Any questions there? No, no questions here. Um, I think. Oh. You can read the last one. Am I coming back to Worlds for a three-peat? Do you know who asked this? I, I, I'd have to go back and look. Um, I have to come back to Worlds for a three-peat because I was on Bill Crawford's podcast, the Metal Militia podcast, and he said it's a necessity that I come back until I lose. So I will be I mean, there. you have to. The, the plan is to be there. Um this one, we're bringing a lot more Hellbent members. I think last time it was just me and Jordan. You, Jordan, Joe. That's it. Joe did bench only, and I think that was it. Yeah. So this time, it's going to be me. That's fine. It's going to be me, Jordan, Ty, Tyler, Keese. Keese. Uh, who else is doing it? Possibly um, Denise? I don't know. Well, no, because I think she's doing WPL. Yeah, so... I mean, I'm sure other people might think yeah. about it at this point. But, yeah, we'll go up there with a little bit of a bigger crew. Um, yeah, I'm definitely coming for a three-peat. The people's chant. The people's chant. The goat, the people's chant. <laughs> um, but, all right, I think I think that just about wraps it up. Yeah, I'm um, We're going to try and keep doing this, what, I'd at, like least, to, I'd at least like, once a month? Yeah, I'd like to do it more often. I, I'd say every, you know... Maybe every Couple two weeks, weeks or something yeah. like that. Um, order ordering new mics, more mics. Um, we, this might be a thing that we're going to have co-hosted by Mike now instead of Mike being the guest, uh, quote unquote. Um, I'm looking forward to start bringing the, some new guys up here to talk. So like you know, you talked about maybe getting Vinny up here. Yeah, Vinny and, would be and, good. And some uh, you know some all timers up here. Carlos would be dope to have on. Yep. Della Five would be dope to have on. Yep. And um, then I just saw Jenna posted on the live before my phone died that she wants to come on when we talk about the female and, and gear yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have Jenna up here. Um, and even even if we could do like the, um, you would know how to do it more than me. If we could get people outside of Connecticut, doing oh yeah, like the just whole, to, like, just to live yeah. it, like like zoom into yeah. it and stuff. We could definitely do that too. But um, yeah, and and I want to keep the platform open for anyone that's interested. You know what I mean? So. If you guys want to see certain people, message us. Um, let us know who you want to see on here. Or uh, if there's people that, you know, you want to come on yourself. And uh, it's going <laughs> to be... <laughs> you want to come on yourself. Go ahead and come on yourself. <laughs> no, but if you want to come on this podcast, um, you know, reach out to us. Let us know what the fuck you want to do. And if you're worth talking to, we'll pull you in here and we'll go from there. Anything else? Any shout outs? Anything you want to talk about? No, that's it. We'll see everybody in uh, Virginia, VA in Manassas, four days. Virginia. I'll be posting the. Uh, we'll all be sharing the live stream so you guys can check in. And it's free too. Free live stream. Free live stream. Um, crazy venue. 
It's it's, it's going to be a, a a fun day. So we'll definitely uh, keep you guys posted on everything. Keep Stay up with the um. Uh, I'm sure Jenna will be on the the Hellbent Instagram, Instagram page posting, you know, your lifts and and shit like that. Yeah, too, I'll so. have somebody do a takeover on my on my Instagram. Maybe I'll let Tyler take over my Instagram I don't for the know day. If you want that. That'd be fucking scary, but it's we'll okay. figure it out. Ignant as fuck, right? <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next time.